Wow, that's so funny. Two broke gays. Two broke gays. Two broke gays. Hey, listeners, you're listening to Two Broke Gays, the podcast where you can see if me, Jenna Cordes, and Kevin Sullivan ever finish any of our scripts. Yay. No. Yay. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I already finished one, but I'm doing a full rewrite. I guess I didn't finish. It was a draft. Uh, Same with you. We're on the same. We're basically at the same place. We're at the same place, except for you're a little bit ahead because you already have another pilot ready to go. And I uh, am still working on, I have to get my two originals done. And then we've got to do our co-script, which is due in a month. And we've made zero progress on, so. Oh, that's right. Um, I also. Fellowship season, y'all. It's fellowship. (laughs) It is sweaty over up in this bitch. Um, We're going to, we're going to get to our updates, but before we do, there's, I, I mean, obviously so much going on in the world right now right. as there has been. And something we wanted to talk about was the uh, rise in Asian hate that we've seen over the past year and, and coming to like this really sad catastrophe tragedy. Domestic of, terrorist hate crime. Yeah. <laughs> specifically. Um, others have called it a bad day, which is complete blasphemy. Um, but yeah, we wanted to make sure to, um, just say that Two Broke Gays stands in solidarity with our AAPI uh, partners and our friends and our family. Um, we stand in solidarity and we'll continue to <sighs> learn and educate so that hopefully if we're ever in a situation where we're a bystander, we're able to interact and intervene appropriately. Absolutely. The, I just saw... God, I hate that I saw the video, but also like, it's real. It's, it's sometimes I'm like, oh, I need to just like, watch this and understand. Mm -hmm. And it it was an old lady that was literally beat in New York by a man. And now they're on the hunt for him. She was like on her way to church. And it's just the craziest shit. And I just can't imagine. And I know because on TikTok, I've seen a lot of Black creators being like, well, Asian people don't stand with us. And a lot of Asian creators being like, we were at, at BLM, like Black people don't. And then it's just dividing. And then white people come in and like, well, listen. And it's like, no, you shut the fuck up first. <laughs> yeah, but, including us. Like, shut up, sit down. Like, or everyone, stand up and protect. Like, yeah, put your it, white body in the line, you know. So much stronger you together, I think for sure everyone needs to be just stand together against this like fucking the system it doesn't work for anyone except for one group of people Mm -hmm. and the more we fight over the scraps it's just the weaker all of all of the uh movements have yeah right So we wanted to offer our, you know, condolences and outrage um, on behalf of the victims in Atlanta, Delena Ashley Young, Paul Andre Michelle, Xiaoji Tong, Dao Yo Feng, Su Chun Park, and Hon Joan Grant, Sun Cha Kim, and Young A Yu. So we wanted to say their names. And we wanted to um, just. And our thoughts of... are with their families and loved ones and yeah. everyone affected by this. It's like, that's another thing. It's, there's so many fucking people that are just like, can't grasp it. I don't even, I don't, I can't even fully grasp how it feels to be 
an Asian, like an Asian American right now. Mm -hmm. I know what it feels like to be a gay man. And when I see that there's a gay, like in Russia or sometimes America, someone <laughs> being beaten for being gay, mm -hmm. like I know how scary and what that feels like for me, but I can also straight pass to where I can, I feel like a little safety in the fact right. that sometimes I can like butch it up or whatever. I don't know what it feels like. And I don't claim to these people that uh, have don't aren't white passing or mm -hmm. can feel like they can just smooth in and people are being beaten for just how they beaten look. for just walking around shot for just existing also if this fucking trial doesn't go the way it needs to go which is i'm talking about george floyd's uh murder trial so the trial to, of derek chauvin yeah we're going to i like people are like the rallies last year are going to look like a picnic and it's like absolutely i i will set fire to something <laughs> i don't know what maybe to myself and bye like <laughs> i'm out um like i haven't been it's just like it's so much to handle mentally and i can't i really can't imagine but i am um anyone listening i am here if you want to talk chat we stand in solidarity relief we're here mm -hmm. um yeah, that's the world on fire still right now. Uh, and Jen and I are still just trying to do our writing shit. Uh, I'm trying to do some comedy. You, uh -ha -ha. Went... <laughs> you went on a trip? I went on... Sorry. Um, and I've been making TikToks. My TikTok has been just kind of like my lifeline. And someone did say something to me on it. There was like wow, you don't care about the shootings and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, listen, this is my comedy outlet. This is just a comedy thing, mm -hmm. you know. Um, I'm more real on other outlets. But yeah, so TikTok, I'm really just doing this lookalike whole thing. Um, most I'm recently I did. I'm getting warmed up to do TikToks, by the way. She's drafting. Uh, she ain't be posting. I'm kind of like, you know, on in, um, the Jamaican bobsled team, when they're like kind of pushing the, the luge before they go down. That's like the stage I'm at right now. I'm no, getting ready really for the not. launch. You're kissing the egg. That's where you are. <laughs> What's that mean? That's in the bobsled where they like, kiss the egg. I don't want to kiss the egg. Kiss the egg. I'm like, kiss the egg. And you're like, I don't want to kiss the egg. I'm like, just I pose. see. I see. Yeah. Feel the rhythm. Feel the rhyme. Come on, everybody. It's bobsled, it's bobsled time. time. Just do it. Um, I recently did Chad Kroger from Nickelback as a lookalike. That was terrifying. Justin Hawkins, Albrecht Durer, which was a painter in like the 1800s. And it was Who said that one? I don't know. Somebody. And then everyone agreed and I was sad. Who Dr. are these people? Brackish Oaken from Independence Day. The crazy professor with the glasses. What? This guy. Oh, God, you can't really see him. Oh, my God. Yeah, awful. And then I did Jesse Spano from It's All Right, because it's saved by the bill. Anyway, so many on there. Robert Plant, George of the Jungle, Army Hammer. Uh, it's been such a trip. But, yeah, I have a, I had, do have a stand-up show on April 10th for all of the prides on the East Coast. Now, so it's virtual? Yeah, but I think it's private. I'm not sure. So, like, so that's I can't not a plug. Come. I'm just literally talking. Oh, I, I, I'll send you sneaky link, girl. Okay. <laughs> sure. Sneaky link. Sneaky link. I was kind of wondering, like, 
I don't know if I know how to do stand up anymore after this year. I feel the same way, to be honest. I'm just kind normally of- I'm like, you got it, girl. You can do it. But <laughs> I'm like, also same. Yeah, I'm just kind of like, I don't know. I know how to make TikToks. One minute. Can I go on stage for a minute? <laughs> What's funny? What's funny? What's funny? What's funny? Uh, I did just go on a trip. That's what you said earlier. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> and I think I broke my shoulder, but not sure. I'm trying not to stress out about it. She's more stressed about it than I am, to be honest, even though she says she isn't. I, um, Yeah, it's giving me a little breathing issues, a little hard to sleep. Am I still going to play tennis this weekend? Yes. Um, and I get my second vaccine next week. Yay. Yay. That vaxxed life. I'm supposed to get mine tomorrow, the second one, but I have to see because I'm supposed to get my surgery on Tuesday. So I have to see if he says that that's okay to do. Tomorrow. I feel like you got your first shot so much later than me, but I do too, but it, I guess it, it was really only like what a week later than you. Yeah. And my, I'm technically supposed to be getting mine in three days. That's mm-hmm. what it says on my card, but well, not supposed to. You can go up to like 64 days. Yeah. So I wanted to push it. Um, I just wanted to do it right, though. Like, they're like, oh, and you're up there only doing the first shot. I'm like, cool for them. This is America, the worst country ever. And I want to do it that way. <laughs> what way? I'm confused. What do you mean? They are only doing first shots. They're prioritizing first shots. And then for people who need their second, they're just like, yeah, we'll get to it. Like, they're not, oh. they're not doing it the way we are here. And it seems data-wise to be working. I It was really hard for me to get my second appointment. Mm, me too. You actually found my second appointment. Oh, I did. Yes. If um, you don't keep then, the original, because like the original, you can just show up with your card or whatever. But no, I had... So where I went, they didn't give you a second appointment. Oh, see, I got a second one. No, they just were like, and have a good day. And you're <laughs> like, wait, well, what? It's the, second, it's the second one. This is the fourth. And then they sent you like this number. And they were like... Congrats, I'm being vaxxed. This is your confirmation. And then you click on it, it goes nowhere. And you're like, oh, there's no appointment. So I just saw so many appointments for Johnson and Johnson. There were like hundreds and hundreds. I don't know why you're like so obsessed with like the one and done. Like, who cares? Let it go. That's not what you got. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I just wanted it. That one. Why? Same Um, difference. Full disclosure, I got the Moderna. Um, and Jenna got, would you care to say? Pfizer. I'm a Pfizer bitch. Yeah. So if one of them goes south, just know that this podcast will continue. <laughs> <laughs> unless the only one, Johnson. unless the I'm... only one that works is J and J. And then, um, both of us are wiped out and it's on record that I said, who cares? Like, let it go. That'll be, yeah. Great. And then Ke- be like, Kevin was actually, he knew he was fighting for his life in there. Uh, I did want the J&J. I had a friend get J and two friends. One got really sick, but now he's great, living his best life. So glad he's back because he was fucking danger zone. <laughs> I haven't seen him in so long, and I love him, but you couldn't trust a bitch. I went to the danger zone. He went to Miami during a pandemic. <laughs> so that was a no for me. Yes, I did just go skiing after my first shot, but it was pretty isolated. I was going to say, but it was different because it was Kevin, you guys. Yeah, and also I wasn't partying at a nightclub. I was with my one friend who I've been in a quarantine bubble with, and we went skiing. Yeah. Mountains with hundreds of different slopes, and people were 
not fucking close. And every time you went even near the lifts, they would yell at you and stop the ski lift if someone wasn't wearing their mask. Oh, wow. So then like people stop. started yelling at other people. and Like, like stop not. you while you were on it? You would be on. Well, you could take it off once you're on it because you're fucking so far. Flying apart. through the but air? Then you would stop and you'd be like, you would hear them on the ground yelling at people before they got in the lift because they're coming wow. up to the workers and like put on your mask and then everyone in the lift's like put on a fucking mask <laughs> don't get in the way of a snowboarder man oh my god i went snowboard snowboarding one time snowboard. and i snowboard <laughs> snowboard it's like <laughs> okay um and i just rolled down the hill it was a great story i'm glad it was worth all that <laughs> i did a cartwheel couple and my I... friends once like like you rolled like physically like sideways or forward roll like a cartoon character front over front over front because you wanted to get down or you made a whoopsie i made a whoopsie every time oh every time so you did that multiple times multiple and at the end of the day i was like this isn't really fun because like i never was on my feet bruised and bleeding and be like that was actually that was a really good day, guys. <laughs> and then I went with my ex-girlfriend um, once skiing. And this is my only time skiing. So I've been snowboarding once, skiing once. And when we went skiing, I was like, come on, let's just go like try this lift or whatever. And she was like, no, it's too high. And I was like, come on, let's just go. So I hopped on the lift. She did not come with me. I called her from the top of the mountain and I said, I can't get down. Like, I, I don't know how to get down. And I was like, will you come get me? Because she was a much more experienced skier. And she said straight up no apologies. No, I told you not to get on this. I'm not coming to get you. And then why didn't she do? Why didn't she go up if she was an experienced skier? She didn't want to do it. Why? That's what you do skiing. You go on lifts. Oh, yeah. Well, don't worry, because I was able to latch on to like a kindergarten to second grade sort of train, uh, like a school, and they were teaching them how to go down. So I kind of just followed their path. Oh my uh, god! Did they know that you were there? Was it like Chris? Oh, they all Vick saw me. They were giggling. where the, they were like, "Look, <laughs> they hide behind the tree in the workout <laughs> class." No, they could see me in plain sight. I was like, definitely following, definitely listening, and the kids were giggling at me. You should have just gone up to the instructor and be like, "My friend just fucking ditched me. Please, can you help me get down?" They would have. I know, but I didn't know how to do any of that. I wish I was there. I would have helped you. I know you would have. Despite, um, despite your, your public facing attitude towards me, I know you would have helped me. Thank you. Uh, my friends was his public facing attitude of my skiing was like, so fucking funny. Day one, I fell on my side, I heard a pop and I was like, yikes. But then it was so cold and the elevation. So <laughs> I, I was like, Oh, I don't feel did that even happen? No. And then I almost went off the side of a cliff. I was like half a foot away. And my friend was already gone. He was like, zoom. I was like, okay. Like, ah. No one saw. And I, and then he was literally, I was like, can we just start on greens? Because I haven't been skiing since I was like five years old. Oh, my God. So it was like new. And I was like, let's do, you know, some greens. He's like, yeah, we'll just get warmed up. We went on a green for three minutes that turned into a blue. And then he was like, oh, yeah, you don't need greens. And I was like, okay, but I really wanted to, like, get this under control. And then all of a sudden we were on the lift that, like, went up. And I was like, okay, I guess it's blues for the rest of the day. And he's like, I think you're ready for this like diamond. It's called Sidewinder. And I was like, no. Is that when you broke your back? My first day. No, I broke my back right in the beginning. Oh, right away. Off the bat. Yeah. My first little fall. I literally like, it was one of those where you came standing and then just slowly fall sideways. And it's just awkward looking. 
I hate my knees being like clipped into something. Like I don't like my feet being clipped into something and then my knees like I don't like it. Oh, I wore my knee brace. I I thought I didn't like being strapped to one thing. Yeah, that might be it. It might have been the snowboard effect. Yeah, I like that's the official term everybody it's snowboard effect uh like mandela effect uh butterfly effect i like skiing because it's like ice skating when you stop so like emergencies but they're so slippery and then day two he made me go down a black diamond do you think this conversation's interesting like i, I was li- i was literally just like oh my god are we like boring because i'm like oh then god. one time i went snowboarding and you're like also one time I did like is this boring or is it funny I don't know I think I'm just boring you uh we no, at least you it. almost fell off a cliff and broke your back what did I contribute <laughs> to this you rolled what? down a hill forward a I lot. rolled down a hill with the girl from my high school named Amanda Zeldorf oh my god what a name huh I forgot the re- that was that story had such a slow burn I don't know if I ever got anywhere anyway oh yes I do my friend is funny here it comes So the third day I was like, this is, I was like, I did a black diamond yesterday. I'm done with danger zone. And my legs were so shaky. I was falling all over the place. My shins are black and blue bruised right now. Mm -hmm. Um, So he's like, oh, I saw this one blue. Cause I was like, oh, I want a good video of me. Like third day progression. And he's like, I found a blue. I saw on the lift. It looks super smooth. It's called snow meadow. And I was like, that sounds perfect. So he's like, this is the entry point. Just between two fucking random trees from another blue. And it was just went whoop. And I was like, this doesn't look like the entry to something that's easy and beautiful. I think he might have lied about the meadow. Yes. Then I see that there is no edge to this. Like, you know, when you see the edge of a cliff and it just is what's beyond that? That is what I saw. And I was like, but it was too late because I already went down the whoopy thing. So I couldn't climb back up because it was really steep. Bitch, when I tell you that I fucking got to the edge of this thing and I started sweating, like drenched sweating, like, oh my God, this is, do this I is call how my I family yeah. now? Or like, do I write a text? How, how do I proceed with this impending doom? It was, I fell, I fell like five different times when I was just trying to twist my body fast enough before hitting the next mogul. It was just moguls like this. But What's a mogul? Moguls are those big I thought that was like a you see business industry leader. No, moguls. Like, but also, yes. <laughs> big things that get in your way. So they're huge. And you have to keep doing this and like move your body. It's our listeners could see us like air skiing right now. Yeah, we're air skiing. Uh, So then he goes, so we get down and he goes, oh my God. He's like, sorry, that was like harder than the black diamond. I was like, would you say that was the hardest blue you've ever been on? He goes, absolutely. And then he turns to me, he goes, but no one's going to believe you because it's called Snow Meadow. And then he takes off. (laughs) I was like, bitch, I'm going to tell him it was called Snow Cliff. I don't (laughs) know. so evil no one's gonna believe you like what what a a bitchy thing to say oh he was and then i fell on a really really easy one like cartwheel awkward he was on the making a phone call in the trees standing like way up high and he just yells down he goes 
that was just because you were being lazy. And then he goes back on the phone and oh I can't God. get my ski. It's like fucking 10 feet away. He really has this like aggressive, mean, judgmental dad thing down that he's doing. Then this little group of girls come skiing by and they're like, oh, mister, are you okay? And I was like, yeah, I'm fine. My friend's just on the phone. <laughs> Keep going. I'm fine. I've just been totally abandoned here by that man. <laughs> oh, my God. And they looked back and he was just on the like a business call and no cares. He's wow. such an amazing skier, but he did push me and I appreciated it. I did well. I um, Anyway, anyone wants to go skiing, hit me up. <sighs> wow. I don't, was that all our time? I'm not sure what happened. Yeah, this episode's called Kevin Skis, but not like he used to in the backseat of a car. You know what I mean? Oh, that took me a second. <laughs> uh, it's going to take everyone a minute. Just hear those sleigh bells jingling, 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 do. What happened to me uh, there? <laughs> okay, so moving on. It's Bingy Bitch. It's Bingy Bitch. Britney Bitch. <laughs> What you been binging? Um, healthy food. Oh, girl. This is the first. I, after Park City, Utah, I was like, I need some. Jesus. <laughs> no, I need like, so I've been drinking juices, eating literally like veggies and fruit and chicken and taking my vitamins and waking up early and doing this whole like binge of healthy lifestyle this is marketing your calendars people it's not gonna happen often i think this is your new life i think it's your new way of being it's my life and it's now specifically never uh um what are you binging me me oh Uh, i binge servant on netflix okay what is that M. Night Shyamalan. It is the weirdest show. You get almost nothing. No plot. It's just like <laughs> a, a fucking nanny that comes in. And they have a fake baby. Oh, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the nanny turns into a real baby and we don't know how. And I don't know if we ever find out. I read the reviews because I was like, fuck this show. And they're like, yeah, you don't actually get any answers in season one. And I was like, I'm done. <laughs> um, but it's so artistic and beautiful. I'm wondering like Honestly, with none of our pitches getting through, like with my my boss, none of her pitches getting through, none of the people we're supervising, none of our pitches are getting through. I'm like, what are these fucking people picking? Like, what are they picking? They're picking garbage shows. They're picking garbage shows. They really are. So and if if you're a development executive, screw you, but also hire me because I'm thinking about changing tracks. But Thanks. also, I think you just need to be a famous person already, like a star that so attaches annoying. their names to something. So annoying. And then it's bigger you know what I mean oh do I know what you mean that's our one project our only hope is like we're we're big name fishing right now we're looking for a big old name it's the only way to get in and I can't tell you any of them but they are big and I'm excited about it is one of them Kevin Sullivan unfortunately I can't disclose that information I heard he's huge on TikTok since you are him yes (laughs) um so I've been binging that. Uh, I've been binging um, TikTok. What was that? I, I, you just said I'm binging that. What was that? What was that? I don't think you were binging anything. I think you were talking about work. And then you said, uh, so I've been binging that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's been binging work. Wow, I thought I talked about The Good Place, but you're right. I never said that out loud. You've binged The Good Place since I've met you. I know. I'm just back in it again. I need You know, help. it's like. 
I think someone said it's a sign of insanity if you watch the same show over and over again. I read something that said that it colored me crazy. (laughs) It means that you are uh, an anxious person and you find comfort in in repeating a storyline where you know what's going to happen. Oh, yes, that was it. Not insane. (laughs) Anxious. My bad. Um, So I've been doing that. Now this time that made sense. (laughs) So I've been binging that. Um, Now I forget the other thing I was going to say. What have I been fucking binging? I've been getting smoothies. Not dairy. My job. Yeah. Um, Wow. Wow. Um, Jenna's at a loss for words. No. Uh, The time is 10.15 a.m. on April 1st. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's, that's my laugh for you. Um, so I've been binging that. I've been binging TikTok. That's what I wanted to talk about. Oh, yes. Oh, honey. I have you missed fallen... a fucking writing session. And she blamed TikTok. And I, I said, this is one. That's I fell it. in and I cannot get up. And it is, I mean, it is a time suck. Like I have never experienced. I know that's how it's supposed to work. But it's like the earworm songs. Like the... I, I, I'll be How does it feel to be over a year late to a, a major trend? Um, honestly, I am. I learned about this term in college in my communications technology class. I am what you call a late adopter of technology, which means I have to get comfortable with a new idea. And also, are you okay? Okay. And also, um, I saw a TikTok, <laughs> funny enough, that was like making fun of how March 2020, I was like, no, I'm not doing that because I'm not fucking 13 years old. And then it was like March 2021 and it shows him like giggling in his bed watching TikTok. And I've, I've, ne- I've never one. felt more seen um, in my life because I had the same sort of attitude. I was like, I I can't do this. And, and truthfully, I can't do this. I have been trying to make them for like a week now and it's so hard and the kids are so good and I'll never catch up. So I think I just have to own it. I think you just need to start. You just put them out there. I'm kind of scared of people telling me they think I should get a nose job. Is that a rash? They're going to do it. I'm a little afraid of that. Do you think I should get a nose job? They're going to tell you to cut your hair, get a nose job. They're going to take, just, they're going to tell you everything. That doesn't matter. (laughs) Someone told me to take a shower. Yeah. I showered twice that day. Okay. I know. Um, but anyway, so response video, you make funny responses to it. And then it's like, it's just like in stand up. And I do always go back to like what we were taught with like a bull and a red thing over here. Like, let them hit the target. Don't hit you. Mm -hmm. Well, I'm, I'm thinking about getting into it, but I'm real nervous. Just do it. I mean, Um, I was a middle school teacher, so I'm not that nervous about what they're going to say. Cause like literally everything that they're going to say has been said to me before in person to my face. So I'm not that scared of that. I think I'm just, I have a perfectionist problem on social media. Even with this podcast, I'm like, we should probably record it again. Like I have a perfectionist issue. (laughs) Yeah, you, you do. And you hold things very precious on the socials. I do. And, I and, have been doing crappy Instagram stories since it started stories. So I think I just don't give a shit anymore. I wish I could be more like that. Maybe I can. You can. Just it's um, desensitization. You just start doing it. And then then you're just like, whatever, I'll just post this. So fuck it. And I do love watching you just live and be like, oh, hey, this is my dog. Oh, look, she's eating a Frisbee. Like, I love that shit. Yeah. 
eating a frisbee, not catching it or throwing it. Um, Wait, I don't think so. Let's just do a. Um... So yeah, been binging a lot of stuff. I'm probably going to be binging even more stuff next weekend when my parents are here or next week. I'm um, picking them up because they're going to help me with my uh, aftercare for my surgery. So I'm sure we'll be watching lots of TV and I'll hopefully have a new update for you that doesn't involve the good place. Well, hopefully you'll have a good surgery update for us. Yeah. Um, what's the recovery time? What are we looking at? How much do you want to talk about it or um, say? To yeah, like I'm happy to talk about endometriosis because um, I am one in 10 women or let me rephrase one in 10 menstruating people have uh, endometriosis and uh, it is not talked about a lot. And it takes on average about five to seven years to get your diagnosis more if you are a person of color, because the medical community has a history of uh, not believing women about their bodies. So I'm always happy to talk about and racism. Yeah. And, and, and racism makes it worse. Um, so yeah, so the recovery depends. It depends on if my tubes are coming out or not. And it depends on if my appendix is coming out or not. So they have oh, to- my God. <sighs> Sorry. When you said coming out, tell me why. I pictured them just themselves. <laughs> no, no, no. Not being taken out. <laughs> no, no, no. They will be professionally removed, not just sliding okay, down the Okay, wow, <laughs> much better verbiage. <laughs> Depends if my tubes are coming out. My surgeon is going to have to go in and see what the damage is. It's really unclear um, how bad it'll be or what will need to come out, but... Yeah, I don't know. So it's either going to be seven days or it's going to be I heard I've been reading a lot of endo blogs. And it's like in seven days, you can kind of operate like yourself, but it takes you like three months to feel normal is a lot of what I've read. I can't and, bend down. I won't be bending down. As but easy. that's because you're getting an, one of your ovaries removed. No, I don't know that yet. I actually don't know what they're going to do. Oh, they might just skim a little off the top. Yes, they might just skim so a little casually. off the top, and then um, I should be able to keep both of my ovaries based on my scans, but we'll see. Great. We'll see. The fallopian tubes, not so much, though. But once once Dr. Molly uh, at UCLA, who is a queer-friendly doctor, I want to throw that out for anybody who is a queer person dealing with fertility issues, um, she told me, oh, if you're not, not going to do it, like, you know, P and the V. She's like, you don't even need your fallopian tubes. And I was like, oh my God, Dr. Molly, really? And she was like, no, fuck them. She didn't say that. Yeah, because they're going to be implanted. <laughs> yeah. So we'll see. This is going to be a long journey. I'll keep you guys up to date on the Aggies. But keep you, up to date you also on the tubes. don't necessarily know that. Yeah, I don't. I don't know anything. Um, because Which is what makes this surgery very interesting. Because yeah, you don't know what's happening in the surgery, but you also don't know how it's happening in your future. <laughs> we might be on the table. It might be, but if there's no tubes, then... You know what? Come then, on over. Uh, <laughs> come honestly, on. then there's pros and cons to there's that. Pros too. and cons to that, yeah. I'd be like, um, hey... I, <laughs> I also go to a queer doctor and I do recommend anyone listening that is a queer person to find your local queer doctor because it's just, it just really brings the veil down. Like, Mm -hmm. I mean, I also recommend because my doctor is fine (laughs) as fuck. First of all, 
maybe don't go to one so hot because it's just like it I'm keeps like, you from you telling saying? the truth basically yeah i'm like no what do you you're like i feel mean, fine i didn't doctor. break my back skiing this is just oh. a protruding bone that i yeah, no, i have actually i'm actually a virgin <laughs> and he's like really and i'm like no god damn it he's married it's fine i follow him on facebook i don't i'm too scared to request him okay but it's a much safer place and he's said things in like real layman's terms where i'm like wow i would not get this from a straight doctor about Mm -hmm. being a gay man in this community yeah no and it was really cool too when i was at my appointment because they were like the intake person was like so the future your future partner gender is unknown so the sperm source is also unknown so it could be donor bank or from a bio from a biological male and i was like do you want to write my dating profile (laughs) that was yeah call me the bank (laughs) i was just kind of like yeah gender unknown we don't know we don't know what's happening i love that yeah, uh, just love repulses it. it's, me. It's so great it might... to not feel excluded at a, a medical yes. facility. Yes, and it's so especially like you know with fertility stuff. There's just such an assumption that like because I want to have a baby that I'm straight, which I'm not straight. Yeah. Oh, cave woman, right this way. Thank <laughs> you. You want baby? You need man to make baby man. And no. Dr. Molly was like. <laughs> Will you be disappointed if it's girl? <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Molly was like, no, no, no. We we don't worry about that. I love that. For so, sure. So we'll I, see. What... Every time a straight doctor would be like, wait, you have sex with. Oh, yeah. That's always fun. And uh, like, you know what question voice. I get all the time now? Because since I am seeing all these doctors, are you sexually active? And I have to go, no. And then they go, oh, well, have you ever been? And I'm like, okay, why don't you just start with that? Like, why do you need yeah, to like, let's... go right now, bitch? Thanks for bringing it up. Uh... <laughs> right. You know, there are, yeah. Get ready Other for the humans cobwebs. repulse me. Is that what you want me to say? Okay. Anyway. <laughs> Next time I do go to the doctor, I, maybe I'm going to put cobwebs down there as a joke. Put them. Mine already are down there. Interesting. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right, Chica. Uh, do we have another segment going on today? No, I think we're good. Okay. All right. <laughs> We're gonna wrap this. Uh, this is an. an ugly Need a little gift help. What's happening? Um. All right. So, listeners, you've been listening to two broke, broke gays. gays.